0: You get When you guzzle Yo. down sweets Mmm Dumb blondes Whoa. Whoa. Dumb, Dumb blondes <laughs> Why yeah. you have
1: to be so stupid <laughs> Dumb blondes Okay Should we just get into this Yes oh. I do definitely want to read from the back of the tape Um
2: Yes Yes <laughs> Welcome to The Fright Zone. I'm Greg. I'm Nate. I'm Hogan. This episode, we're talking about 1980s New Year's Evil. It's the story of a LA VJ hosting a live New Year's Eve special who starts getting calls from a killer who pledges to kill when it strikes midnight in each time zone. Written and directed by Emmett Alston, who also made Nine Deaths of the Ninja and Demon Warp. And he made some other Ninja flicks, too, which I feel like you've probably seen,
1: Nate. He was a second unit director for Enter the Ninja, which was the first in the Ninja trilogy that also featured Revenge of the Ninja and Ninja 3, The Domination. And he was the director of a movie called Hunter's Blood, which is a really good exploitation movie <laughs> in the same vein as uh, Deliverance, but more like uh, Rituals or something. He know? wrote that, too, actually. Yeah. And this. And he also directed uh, Little Ninjas and Force of the Ninja. Oh, Little Ninjas. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with Three Ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, Or Little I mean, there are three, and they're just little. Yeah. One's smaller than the rest. So what's going on in the back of that beautiful
2: uh Oh, okay. So, so I, beautiful I, just, I
1: love the description on the back of... It's, this is the canon video release. This was... Um, This was released in 1988. Um, There is an earlier tape that came out in 1982 that Paragon Productions released. Mm. Uh, At one point, I did have both, but someone offered me a really good tape and trade for the Paragon one. So I went for it because the Paragon tape says that it's 85 minutes long, and this Canon tape says it's 88 minutes, which is actually three minutes more than it says on IMDb for the length. So um, I don't know. I've seen it so many times. I, I don't know that... I I always watched this one because it was the longer one. But anyway, on the back of the tape, it says, (coughs) New Year's Evil. On a punked-out rock and roll TV special, (laughs) the hours to New Year's Eve are counted down by the vivacious hostess (laughs) Blaze. But as the show progresses, every hour on the hour, a maniacal night slasher brutally carves up a new female victim. As the trail of mutilated bodies spread throughout the city, it becomes apparent that the monstrous psychopath's ultimate target is Blaze herself. Desperate to stop the bloody rampage, the police fanatically seal off the ongoing televised festivities. But the killer is quicker than they suspected, and he's also the last one anyone suspects. So join the holiday season's <laughs> deadliest celebration. It's a party
0: you'll never forget. I don't feel like they left anything out on the back of that. Yeah,
1: so we're that's. Thank you for listening, <laughs> and
0: we'll talk to you next Happy time.
1: Happy New Year! Yeah. <laughs> it's totally the last person you'll suspect. Oh man, I that's just thought that was great. The punked out rock. Oh, and it roll. is. Um, yes. So there is some <laughs> other canon connections. I'll go in. So nine deaths of the ninja though not a canon film, has <laughs> Shokazugi in it, who was in the Ninja trifecta. Yes, Ninja um, T- he was also in some other canon-related feature films. He was also a stunt coordinator on a lot of that stuff. And if you have not seen Demon Warp, Greg did mention that. I would I would yes. watch that immediately, starring um, Oscar nominee George Kennedy in <laughs> The Sasquatch. But oh, there's a if twist. You, if
2: you connect with Paragon... Just before dawn is a Paragon tape, right? And yep. George Kennedy's in that too. Yeah.
0: Didn't right. Kennedy have like? <laughs> yeah. He had like a Kennedy weird connection. He had like a weird <laughs> career there for a while. Yeah. Like super strange.
1: Yeah. Creepshow two. Yeah. Um. So How oh, go- else is he in? Uh. Is he in that Uninvited?
0: Oh, yeah. No. He dude, is. He's in Uninvited. He's
1: an un- wacko? Or he's peeping on his daughter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, George uh,
1: Kennedy's the mayor. Drinking milk, just peeping on people. Yeah, yeah. he's
0: in the terror within. Yeah, also, right. right.
1: That's a good one.
2: Not to be confused with the beasts within. cracking, an RC. Get that cola in ya. We open at what appears to be a Holiday Inn, and we meet the lead, Diane, aka Blaze, as the back of the box calls her. At
1: one point, someone calls her D, but they don't keep <laughs> fall. They keep then they start calling her Blaze.
2: <laughs> that was just a personal connection with that person. Yeah. You know, they have a history.
1: It was like the handler.
2: <laughs> and she's played by Roz Kelly, who mostly worked in television on various shows such as Starcy and Hutch, Kojak, Charlie's Angels. But she's most notable as Pinky Tuscadero on Happy Days.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, Often mentioned, but she actually has three appearances
0: in the entire series. So I was uh, listening to the commentary track on this and. If I'm correct, there was a television show that was going to be based on the character Pinky Descadero, but yep. it was never picked up. That's correct. So they just moved her over to Happy Days. I didn't know that. <laughs> I did not either. In real life, she's apparently quite a character. In 1998, she fired a 12-gauge shotgun in the living room of her neighbor oh, because her nice. car alarm went off. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, if the car alarm doesn't wake you up, the shotgun blast might. And she that's ever... something I can buy a blaze doing.
0: She got arrested in 2000 again for beating somebody with her cane. Classic plays.
1: <laughs> she doesn't even need the cane. She just carries it around as a display of strength.
2: <laughs> so she's getting ready for her big New Year's Eve new wave music program. She's hosting live on TV, the Hollywood Hotline. Oh, uh, and uh, her manager, Ernie, who's played by Jed Mills, who you might recognize from Twin Peaks as Hank Jennings parole yeah, officer. I was Okay. <laughs> I got that. He's the one who's like talking about how Normal's, yeah. you know, like Real pretty, and there must be people that, like, come around and try to pick her yeah. up. And she's like, I keep him away by telling
0: him." I wife. recognized him, but I couldn't my remember where what the hell he was life. from.
2: Yeah. He's only on the show, like, maybe two episodes. Maybe only one.
0: But. I think he's only at one
2: episode. But uh, he's telling her to hurry up and, like, get ready. And she tells him to drop a lewd and relax. <laughs> yeah. Which <laughs> is great. Um, and she dials up her friend Yvonne, you know, talking about how she's going on uh, TV.
1: Who's or? also putting on makeup just in a different location. yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. And uh yeah, and that's when she finds out that her husband's not going to be making it tonight because uh, he's loaded on cocaine and booze. yeah, <laughs> he's down at Springs Yvonne doing her, it but, how they do.: yeah, so Yvonne hangs up and um, she goes to check out her shower because it's dripping, and that's when Ray right out of the gate, we get our first kill. yeah, it's pretty quick. We don't see much, but we know what happens. Killer in the shower, classic move,
1: yeah. They show the switchblade come out, which is the constant weapon. Oh, and yes. And how they connect all the murders throughout is that it's a stabbing type situation.
0: I counted. That thing pops about 15 times. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and then there's also the comb switchblade scene. And <laughs> then take that one into account. Yeah. Tickets. Tickets, please. Yeah. <laughs> tickets. For, for tickets, please.
1: Definitely says that like three more times. Well, that scene's coming
0: right up. Because
1: <laughs> right after that first kill, we just
2: go right to the credits and we get that sweet parade of uh, punks taking over the road, driving to the
1: Holiday Inn because they got to get to blazing yeah, I, I made a note that says car parties look like a lot of fun.
0: Dude, I did, there's something with like punk rockers in the 80s driving convertibles too. Like, is yeah. that a big thing?
1: It was in wherever <laughs> these movies were filmed. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. like the, uh, mo- yeah. Most of my drive partying was done in a van. Yeah. Kind of band. We never had a convertible. It's a
0: little more conspicuous too.
1: Yeah. Like you can hide the case of beer easier. Yeah. <laughs> But they're just kind of going for it. And this is also the first time we hear the New Year's Evil theme song. Yes, by Shadow. Which plays a total of three times, which I counted throughout the film. I thought it was way more. In my head, it's in it It feels times. like way more. Yeah, because they really do utilize it. There was a 7-inch release of it that's very hard to find on Canon Records. There was a 7-inch for the main Japan
2: also. Oh, there was. From mm-hmm. that. And it's also hard to find. <coughs> yeah. Main Japan, so the other band... So, like, all the metal mu- music, like, 70s metal kind of, like, stuff is Shadow. Yeah. And then, like, the, the like, faux English punk stuff is Main Japan. And they each had one 7-inch from Canon. And then Main Japan had a record from, like, 2016 that got put out.
1: But both bands have full LPs that were supposed to come out on Canon and never did. Oh, bummer. They so. probably lured <laughs> them in with that, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, we'll release your album. And then when they were done with <laughs> it, they're like, we have... Well, here I have Canon's roster for <laughs> nineteen eighty. So just in nineteen eighty, New Year's <laughs> Evil also being the last film they made that year. Um, I do know just from reading Sorry, books about it.
0: This was like the beginning of Canon too, right?
1: Yeah, this is when they took over the Canon um, roster of upcoming films. So a few of these titles were actually like already in production from other people, but they just financed them and helped them get completed. So but when they came like over the to Golem Hollywood. Lovis, yeah.
0: Like when they bought it.
1: Yeah, and so they still had some, like, sexploitation stuff. I think the Apple was one of the first ones that they really invested a lot in, but there was the Godsend Hot T-Shirts, which is awesome. Last Rites, The Happy Hooker Goes to Hollywood. Schizoid, which there was actually a trailer for that, and the movie Cyborg was Jean-Claude Van Damme on my, uh, or not the Paragon, but the Canon videotape. They also did Seed of Innocence. Dr. Heckle and Mr. Hype, which is out of control. (laughs) If you haven't seen that, I recommend that. The title alone is like, you got to check it out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's a good take on that. Cyborg was that early? uh, That's the tape that came out in 1988. So they just kind of like piggybacked it on there thinking like, you know, if you like psychos with knives, you might like the future. (laughs) The not so distant future. (laughs) They also released a movie I've never heard of called The Great Skycopter Rescue. And then Apple. And then the next movie they ever made was almost an entire year later after New Year's Evil was released on December 3rd of 1980. And in October of 81, they put out Enter the Ninja, which kind of started the whole ninja phase of canon. Which you, you love ninja movies. Just so, yes. just so our listeners know, you love ninja shit. And anything canon touched. But ninja movies are something that I can uh, pick out and my wife will watch them with me. She thinks that those are fun. <laughs> She's not as big into horror movies. This is definitely one I've only watched with her once because there's a very weird relationship, we'll say, with the son, the husband, and the mother. And there's also a lot of, like, putting all of your problems on the woman thing, and that definitely grabs Emily the wrong way. It does me, too, but it's just a movie. Yeah. You know, it's a story. I've Also, it's not something I've ever had to experience. Yeah. You know Absolutely. she does suck. I mean, Blaise, <laughs> she's very self-obsessed. Not to victim blame here, um, but she is not a good person. She like any chance she gets to just look at herself in the mirror and put on makeup and be like, okay, mm-hmm, 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 see, ya. kind of put up. Put when I mean, she's a star, off. dude. Yeah, yeah. She's a fifty-five-year-old bright shining star. <laughs> so, so, so by the time uh, these punks
2: get done driving through the opening credits um, and having a great time while we listen to Shadow. Uh, they pull up to the Holiday Inn for the sh- for the big show, and uh, there's a hilarious security guard up front who just goes, Tickets, tickets, server tickets, 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 please. Tickets. So your tickets, tickets. And yeah, that's when you get the, the punk with the, he, you think he's probably like a switchblade, but it's just like a comb, like he's the Fonz.
0: Yeah. It's great. The guy that's like his wingman with the purple hair and purple eyebrows. Is that Bebop? Did you ever have anybody you know that did that? (laughs) No. Not
2: not the eyebrows. I had
0: one buddy and he did it and man he regretted it so he just shaved them off and then it was like (laughs) it took forever for them to grow back. (laughs) Yeah because they're not supposed to be shaved off. (laughs) I know. It was (laughs) so weird. I mean I wouldn't say not
1: supposed to be but it's definitely like you have eyebrows to keep sweat out of your eyeballs. Mm -hmm.
0: They're they're there for a reason. Love not having stuff in my eyes. They also don't grow back as fast as regular hair on your head so don't do that. So I've heard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now <laughs>
1: tips from Barber hogan <laughs> avoid the zigzags in your eyebrows if possible <laughs> i saw one the other day that was like a, a awful you know it was one of those like snake pit tattoo instagram oh, profiles yeah. or something and she basically had like gigantic like mustache size eyebrows tattooed on and the guy in the post said like it just it, it meant a lot to me that she let me uh tattoo these awesome looking eyelashes on her. Oh <laughs> it's wow. Like, dude, you think eyebrows are eyelashes like maybe you shouldn't be tattooing someone's face. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, uh we we cut back to a uh, Diane um in a her, like the dressing room where she's getting ready and uh her son Derek, who's played by Grant Kramer, who was in a handful of girl films, but was in Killer Clowns from Outer Space and Hard Bodies. Yeah. Uh, he arrives with flowers, wishing his mom luck on her big show. And uh,
0: she couldn't give kind a fuck of. That, that he's there. Yeah. Uh, his big show, Spaceship America. <laughs> Dude, yeah. yeah. And he's just
1: <laughs> got the role. He
2: well, just, all it's Greg I, I wrote down the exchange because I love it. And he goes, uh, I have good news. <laughs> oh, that's nice, honey. <laughs> she says, she says that she's getting ready. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's such great great dialogue in this movie. She's an amazing mother, and Derek's understandably hurt by that. You know? Yeah, so he chooses not to go to her big show when she
1: leaves. Right, he's he has some going. he has some things to get to the, in the room. Yeah, like when three ludes. Yeah, <laughs> getting the ludes going, which they already established earlier on in the film.
2: He yeah, might need to squeeze something onto his head. We'll find out later. <laughs> Oh man. So she heads up uh, stairs to for the Hollywood Hotline celebration, uh the show she calls New Year's Evil. Uh because it's the last chance to be bad before those New Year's resolutions.
1: Yeah. It's uh, and they also call it New
2: Wave Rock. Which I thought was uh interesting because like it's of note to me, like when she's saying that it's kinda like this like chugging butt rock seventies riff behind her, and it's like that's not
1: New Wave at all. In '79, they like weren't quite sure what it was, and I <laughs> yeah. think that that's one of those things that I love about Canon movies. Is there's always this slight bit of like not quite getting what's hip. It's yeah. like it's a slightly
2: it's something just thing. disconnected. Yeah,
1: you know, yeah. But it adds you can a fun see, element to it. You can
2: see someone who's putting money into film being like. No, it's got to be a new wave show. A new wave show. Kids are into that. <laughs> Kids are into that. You know? And then by 88 they're like
1: it has to say that it's punked out. Yeah. Because new wave isn't cool anymore. Punk is but it's punk isn't cool in 88. <laughs> by the time 88 came around it was hair metal, you know. Punk was like dead for
0: eight years <laughs> which explains like why the band is so versatile because they're playing like there's some metal riffs in there oh, there's yeah, some punk like some bands, punk songs yeah. and they're like at one point they're playing like a blues song <laughs> yeah
1: there's a sequence was like is this some the, fucking steve ray <laughs> shit
0: right yeah, now i love this?
1: that like the slow
0: motion moshing yes. that's happening
1: during that's that things, like,
0: Dude, is so disconnected from the music i'm hearing too like yeah like, yeah. like it's it's bizarre. so this is crazy so like for and like with my men years i turn shit up like incredibly fucking loud all the time and is that is that what you shouldn't be doing though with your? Uh, no no i mean i have to use it while you got it i couldn't get my subtitles (laughs) to work either so it's like i had to but the thing that's weird about this is during those scenes they mixed the music the same volume with like footsteps on the ground (laughs) so like you hear like when people are bumping into each other like their necklaces and (laughs) shit like you can hear a lot
1: of footsteps yeah it's so strange my Zenith tube TV has a lot of low end on it, and that's what I just watched nice. it on. And I re- yeah, it sounds like there's a lot of shuffling <laughs> yeah. going on. a lot of
2: low in the old Zenith.
1: Yeah, I love that TV. I bought that TV for 50 cents. It was, uh, whoa. I heard that uh, Goodwill was no longer going to carry tube TVs, so I started driving to like every location and just seeing if there was anything that I wanted. And uh, then when I got there, I realized that it was also like super discounted. They just wanted you to get it out of there and this was like a 1980 81 zenith tube tv i mean it was i almost dropped it on the way to the yeah. fucking yeah. van <laughs> and if i dropped it it would have just <laughs> exploded probably killing everyone in the parking lot <laughs> sorry but it's worked awesome for seven or eight years i've had that thing that's yeah. awesome yeah and Sometimes,
2: I do... I, sometimes like i miss like the old like the old big tube tv that's like in like my family's like living room like it's yeah. like you know I mean, you get like kind of nostalgic for certain if
1: you want to come uh, over and listen to static sometimes no, i was gonna say like,
0: sh- turn that thing on <laughs> yeah no but I you know what i mean like
1: it. like it's just, uh, yeah
0: yeah you think there's something to it though so like stell she doesn't we brought uh we brought a couple of tube tvs home i don't know last last summer and it's really strange for her she goes can you hear that and i'm like what she goes that high-pitched noise and, like, Aaron can't hear it, and Bickley can't hear it either. Or, Bickley can't, and Stella can't, but, like, Aaron and I can both hear it. So, I don't know hmm. if it's, like, they're not used to it, or they didn't, like, they didn't grow up, you know? Right, with those types of,
1: like, everything's kind of perfected. All they have to hear is the...
0: Yeah, so, like, mm-hmm. when you're, mm-hmm. I don't around notice around this high-pitched noise that they're talking about at all, but both of the kids are constantly like, God, it, turn it off, it sounds terrible. It's like, it was just, like, a, yeah, just a frequency that,
2: like... Your ears burn out on them yeah. From hearing it for Your entire life Yeah Yeah Makes sense Yes Yeah It does make sense mm-hmm. um, So Diane or Blaze Starts picking up calls For the uh, You know The program Uh, Callers calling
1: in Talking about New Year's resolutions Or songs they First love First one or is someone uh, Putting their vote in for We don't need no education <laughs> Which isn't a That's song. a total new wave hit too <laughs> Yeah Yeah <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Enter Peter Frampton With the talk yeah. box Yeah <laughs>
2: Yes, yeah, perfect segue. <laughs> and a weird fellow calls in, uh who goes by the name of Evil, and uh he lets her know that uh he doesn't have to he uh he doesn't have to pick for the top songs, but uh he, he is going to commit murder at midnight every for every time zone. I was
0: going to ask. I just yeah. want to make sure.
1: Eastern yeah. time. Pacific. Yeah, I think I think all time Central. zones. He's in. Okay. Yeah. I did hear um I don't remember if I read this or I heard it somewhere, but they tried using like this kind of talk boxy thing on the phone to make that sound that he does through the whole movie, yeah. but it didn't sound right when they recorded. it. It's just sounded really weird. So he's actually just doing that with his throat. And later you see him holding the thing. It's not even like close to his mouth yeah. really. And he's still doing it, but he would just do the like evil. It sounds wild. Yeah. I can't do it, but evil. I guess he could only do it for like certain amounts of time or whatever.
2: I don't have a pick for the top song. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> uh, oh, and he tells her, like, he's on okay, kill, like,
2: someone you know, or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Um, yeah, and then the band starts playing the titular song again. Correct. Which <laughs> Shadow just it. rips yeah. right back into it. And it's like, we've heard this within the last six minutes of the movie. And here <laughs> it is
1: again. So, And in this scene specifically, I felt like the killer looks like a poor man's Jeffrey Combs. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Especially when you can't see his hair. When his hair was pulled back, I was like, man, that kind of looks like Jeffrey Combs. Um, yeah, I wish it was Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, he could have done this. For real. But then you would have known what was going to happen later, I think, more. Yeah. Whereas like... You're like he's gonna play a bigger part, yeah, or something. I don't know. Maybe you wouldn't know. Don't want to ruin it. No, <laughs> no spoilers for the thing we're gonna spoil. <laughs>
3: uh,
2: um, <clears throat> so what's Diane? Oh yeah, she start, she talks with her manager about the call because she's obviously a little alarmed. Uh, and we see the killer's face like really early, like this is the where yeah. We, we see him basically face. when he makes the phone call, yeah. and then yeah. So yeah, th- that's something to note in this movie. They don't um, try to make the killer too mysterious. Really, you just see him immediately. You see well, him when he's calling the, on the phone, and he's around. And the you watch all of them. Yeah, happen. you watch him just like hang... You're hanging out with the killer in the movie, kind of. Just as much could as be interesting, you're at the other anyway. place. Yeah.
1: Like, you spend just as much time hanging out with him trying to find his victims as you do. Yeah. It's not like... They're just like, oh, they found another body in the park, and you don't yeah. really know what happened. You, like, know. you actually see him abduct these people, yeah. which is interesting. And
2: there's no, so there's no suspense to the kills in this movie. I guess is what I'm saying, like it's just like this is the killer. You're gonna hang out with him. Like let's go. Yeah. So
0: in the commentary, the director Emmett, he was saying that they essentially like just came to him and were like, "You're done filming," and he's like, "Wait, but, but we're not done yet." And they're like, "No, you're done." Oh. But. That was one of the reasons why some of the shots like with the sun seem like he's looming around the corner is because they didn't know exactly how they were gonna like end the movie. They were going to somehow imply that like he had been killing people too. That they were doing it together. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they should. Yeah, that would have made more sense. We just kind of spoiled it. But that's okay.
1: Sorry. <laughs> I mean, no, yeah, whatever. We're getting to it. I mean, we I mean, know, I think if you're listening to
0: the podcast, is. you know you're
2: gonna get stuff spoiled
1: for you. It's like, it's we just talk about the entire movie, so it's like, yeah, whatever. We recommend that you watch the movie first if you have the ability to. I have not checked to see if this was streaming on anything. It's on Amazon Prime right now. It's on on Amazon right Prime.
2: now, on January of two thousand twenty-one, Happy New Years. Uh, it is on Amazon.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. So we cut to uh, the Crawford Sanitarium, and uh, there's a guy taking trash out, and then the killer
1: and there's a party going on at the Nut House.
2: Oh yeah, man! The patients are dancing to the New Year's Eve special, which I think is still at this time maybe the titular song by Shadow. Maybe (laughs)
3: yes.
2: (laughs) Um, And the killer basically just changes his clothes, and then he introduces himself to a nurse at the hospital as Jeff Winters. So we're (laughs) calling this killer Jeff Winters. Um. Yeah. And, and he's played by Kip Niven, who was in Earthquake and Magnum Force.
1: Huh. I don't know why I didn't look him up. I meant to. Oh. You, you learn he, anything fun about him in the commentary here, No,
0: Not really. <laughs> okay. But <Sorry>. he does, <laughs> yeah. He is holding a. He was in Knight Rider and Love Boat. I know that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, about drowned in my RC. <laughs> And he's got his little boombox that he's carrying throughout that he uses to play back the kills, which is a cool little move. And a bottle of champagne. Oh, and he's he basically definitely hitting on that nurse. He is aiming to get that nurse alone. He's and, putting uh, out the vibe. She's like, "You don't wait. You don't wait too long, do you?" And he says, "I count every 2nd <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to to pull off this the brilliant, uh, you know, murders he's planning for yeah. the evening. Um, Cause you got to time it. It's got like, not only do you need to find a victim, but you, you got to drive all the way across somewhere. the country. Yeah. After
2: that scene is when they play that really bad Steve Ray Vaughan sounding blues shit. Yeah. Which is hundred percent. Again, so far I've heard no new wave music in this movie.
1: No, no. <laughs> it's, it's like it, it's someone's dad's thought of at <laughs> that time of what new wave rock sounds like.
2: And it's like yeah, it's playing this like
1: blues scale shit. And it turned into, like, punkers, like.
3: <laughs>
2: it's
1: like, also the illusion this? that being punk, so we'll dress them up like punks. Yeah. And then it'll be punk.
0: Yeah. And that's,
1: like, <laughs> totally what someone's dad would think. It's so like, those oh, were, if you have a mohawk, you're a punk.
0: Those were all people that they just told to dress that way, but they're all, uh, all the extras were just people that they offered free food for the day from Sunset Boulevard. Oh, nice. So <laughs> they they're were just, like, like actual punks. They were like, yeah, just wear your own clothes, like, kind of whatever you want to wear. Yeah. Like, but they gave them no direction, nice whatsoever.
1: <laughs> the party, and, and that's how you like, slow motion mosh, yeah. Everyone <laughs> just kind of writhe around together for a bit. <laughs> it was definitely a uh pre-COVID feature,
2: <laughs> yeah. Totally, <laughs> the, you, you, yeah, you feel that too, right? Yeah. I know we mentioned that maybe the
1: last episode, but like, man, you could just, just like, anything I'm on watching, and that. I think about them. I'm like, fuck. I see pictures of basement shows now, and shit. And it's just like, man, I didn't realize how special that was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, huh, oh, yeah, the future is scary. Yeah. So the cops show up and
2: uh, They're Blaze, dicks. Blaze, and Ernie aren't really um, having any of the cops blaming her for uh, attracting the weirdos
1: because the cops are like, like you attract weirdos like this with your show, you're asking for it, yeah, you know. No. And she's like, <laughs> what? And, um, and then you she, people she, create a problem and then you want us to do something
2: about yeah. it. Yeah. And she's she storms off and Ernie the manager is she's on a lot of stress. you just helps out. We'd appreciate, okay.
1: Yeah. And he calls him a, I don't know how we're going to find a phone freak around here. (laughs) He calls calls him a phone freak, a term you'll never hear again. Is that
2: what we should call the killer? A phone freak? The the phone freak? the 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 phone freak. freak. I I, I was was making these notes like, is it the killers? Is it Jeff Winters? Is it,
1: you know, like, what's the name? Phone freak works. Phone freak
2: works. We might
1: not get to say it again in our known existence. (laughs) So then Diane talks to her son, Derek,
2: on the phone, um, c- and I think she's concerned that maybe the killer's after him, since the killer had said he was going to kill somebody she knows. Yeah. So she calls him, kind of, like, worried for a second, um, and asks him to come up, and then he's like, I don't want to. I got something important to tell you, though. Um, but then she, like, hangs up on him, so then basically. Then she's just straight up like, bye, I gotta go. So he, So is then he looks over to his old friend's. The quailudes. Yeah. <laughs> this is when his ludes are kicking There's in. Three Quayludes sitting right there, and he just kind of caresses them. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're
1: always there. You can um, always get the ludes. So that's pretty good. Then and it th- cuts back to the nut house where they are having a makeout session.
2: Oh yeah, it's it's nearing midnight,
1: and she thinks it's nearing something else. It's
0: the it, un the unblousing. Oh yeah, <laughs> and this is the
1: blousing, and this is for the Times Square Eastern Standard Time. <Yeah> that this this one's going down. And basically as as it
2: starts counting down, he reaches over to his boombox and <laughs> hits record on it, pops the
1: switchblade. Wouldn't she notice that the music wasn't playing anymore? I, th- I considered that, too. And where is the sound? The, aren't they listening I, to the event? Also, she... I, 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 I thought wanna... it
2: was just kind of like out on in the hospital since they oh, established okay. that the
1: people were watching
2: on TV. Sure. Okay. I was thinking that's how they kind of got... How he got away with it. Because remember, they, they show a shot of them like, how hey, party favors to like the, the patients. Yeah. Like, you know. I was thinking it was just like loud okay. in there. Because it, it was New Year's or something. I don't know.
1: It just felt like <laughs> it started when they got in that room and he has the champagne, and he puts the radio down. He turns it on, and that's when the music starts. Yeah. And then it sounds like the same sort of volume as that, so I just sort of assumed that. I didn't know if there was a way on old tape decks that you could record yourself and whatever's playing on the radio mm. at the same time.
2: What was there more than...
1: Yeah. If maybe. you were a teenager in nineteen seventy eight or seventy nine <laughs> and have any experience
0: with yeah, these pieces, please go things, us watch please it, let us know. uh
2: in high yeah. definition, wherever you can, pause it, look up the model for us, report back. Yeah, we'll be waiting.
0: I also wanted to say like <sighs> how easy this was to get the blouse off though. She's like, Hey, I've only known you ten minutes. Oh yeah, and, yeah he's, and like, he goes, he's like, Does, does it matter? It matter? <laughs> Not tonight. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Not tonight.
2: But yeah, he stabs her and she did. And then we uh, get a little punk jam that actually makes kind of sense with the crowd footage we see. It's a little more rompous, you know, a little faster tempo. I can kind of buy they could be dancing to the music that I'm hearing on screen. Is this the dumb blondes part, or is that later? That's a little bit later. That's yeah. when that's when he's picking up the ladies in the bar.
1: It's like a there's like a
2: yep. Mm-hmm. It seems intentional actually. For one point in the film, the music feels kind of intentional.
1: Yeah, yeah. they lined it up <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Then it then it shows that there this other nurse finds her body, and oh, while this yeah. is happening, they're kind of like realizing that this might be real. Um, but then when it shows the body, well, yeah, it looks like it's a second call. Yeah, right. That's right. Where he calls himself evil again.
2: This is evil. <laughs> I love his voice. It reminds me of a villain from a like a cartoon show. Like it like could have yeah. been like He Man, evil.
3: <laughs> like yeah. it
2: has this is
1: like <laughs> it's a Mister Claw kind of thing. It's, it's very bizarre. Or Skeletor.
2: Sounds like something from the Venture Brothers, um, and this is the first time he does play back
1: the yeah, kill I, this into the phone.
2: Is like it's a good little horror moment. It was a good beat. Like it, get, it takes the turn to get a little more serious. And he plays back, and you realize you know what exactly he was doing and stuff. Like with yeah. the recorder, it's cool,
1: and you can see in her face that she's starting to like think that it's real. She's
2: like, oh fuck, yeah, this not that does, she, this isn't just a crank caller. I mean, she
1: already thought it was real enough to call the cops, but like yeah, he ain't bucking around. He is evil. Evil, I mean, yeah, evil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then Derek is losing it. He is, um, he oh, this is when he yanks the, his mother's red pantyhose <laughs> over <laughs> panty-hose his party. head while looking in the mirror. Um, he's kind of muttering to himself, grabbing stuff, and then he picks up one of her, I believe it's like a bob pin type thing, yeah, just crams it through his ear. Um, piercing it, and he's just—he's in that moment. He's—he's he's on the ludes. He does all that stuff. He shoves it through his ear. There's like
2: blood running down his neck. And Then he goes, "I think I have a mental disorder." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Self-diagnosis is the first I step. Just, I, <laughs> I, what that is—that's a, a standout scene in the movie, <laughs> for sure.
2: Yeah. I think I have a mental disorder,
1: and he's sort of losing it because he—he's watching his mom. Um, just dance around with the band on stage and her straps coming down and they're, they're just implying there's a weird relationship between the two of them kind of. Um, but yeah, it just, it kind of looks like someone's mom or maybe even grandmother dancing with a band on stage. Oh yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. And the cops informed Diane that the creep is for
2: real cause they found that body. The nurse found the body. Yes. Um, they let him know the mur- midnight implies a murder for every time zone. That's like when the cops spelled out. Too. Right. Like, like implies every time zone. Yeah. Somehow and, they
1: put that together Yes. Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, then
2: they give her the obligatory, keep the killer on the line as long as you can so we can track the call speech yeah. from, you know. Which always When a Stranger Calls, Black Christmas, and a number of other films and, you know, police pr- pr- procedural shows.
1: Yeah. But um, where um, you know, and then we're, we're definitely realizing that she does not really care about her son. <laughs> but this then, when you're starting to think about that, all of a sudden you're watching a man put apply a fake mustache. Oh my god.
2: Before he enters yes. the disco. So we're back to the phone freak, aka Jeff Winners. <laughs> yes. I don't know why he's, he's using <laughs>
0: Spirit Gum for a Dollar Tree mustache. I
2: love it, dude. It's the worst looking fake mustache. He puts no on one face knows and what, what like... he looks like.
1: <laughs> it <laughs> does not
2: know. matter.
1: Yeah. yeah. Except to make him look kinda like Tom Selleck. <laughs> <laughs> or a little birchy. That's a very heavy kind of <laughs> so yeah. good. It's that uh, kind of mustache.
2: And, and now he then proceeds to go into a
1: bar and he basically picks up a couple of Lays and invites them to Eric Estrada's place. <laughs> it's not just a bar. It's a disco. There's a dance floor that's going off and it's got that kind of like, you know, the 79, like, disco's never gonna die. I know. <laughs> we're exactly. gonna be doing this in 10 years and I, it's gonna be great.
0: It's like exceptionally tired in there.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: And, and, it, and that sequence is the sequence that's intercut with the uh, main Japan's Dumb Blonde song. Yes. So it's, it's intercut that's like the her show with the band playing this punk song, dumb Blondes. which is the um, first kind of new wave moment, yeah. really. But it's not, it has that
1: like faux English punk kind of thing. It's like it's like I don't know. The singer's doing this herky jerky thing that you know is totally what someone's dad would think a punk singer does. It's, it's, but
2: it <laughs> <I> seems <laughs> it seems like if the knack
1: thought they were more punk, yes, <laughs> you know, like they were trying to play like a more of a punk look. Yeah. supposed to sound. Um and that's our cut with
2: the uh, the phone freak picking up two blondes in a bar. Yeah. And then he tells me to take to Erica Strauss. Well, first
1: place. he he's actually picking up the one girl. Yeah. And then they head outside and when they're meeting up, she's like oh my friend's coming you didn't expect me to go with some stranger and this is when you realize that like the nice girl he was talking to at the bar is actually super fucking annoying and like the worst nightmare (laughs) kind of person that you would actually want to be trapped in a car with going somewhere Uh, because Because she's going to talk to him about transcendental meditation her friend's nervous (laughs) diarrhea (laughs) I love
2: the nervous diarrhea dude yeah, because so Jeff, Jeff, ta- Jeff takes the for a ride in his Mercedes, and he realizes he's late, and he starts getting like fucking flustered, because he has to be to his location on time so he can stick with his you know, his plan, midnight. Yeah. Um, and that's when she's like, you should chill out. You really need to get into TM, you know, transcendental meditation. Help <laughs> me stop buying my nails, and my friend stop having a nervous diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <You know? laughs> oh, there's not a thing that comes to your head
2: that you don't say. Um. so then he like he like knows he's running out of time so i, I got the i think this is like him improvising, right yeah he, he's oh. not quite sure what he's gonna improvising <laughs> but he pulls off at the liquor store and he gives like a hundred dollars to one friend he's like why don't you go use the john and buy us a big ball of booze <laughs>
1: says, why buy the biggest damn bottle of champagne they got and she gives him a smile takes the hundo and when she's inside it looks like she buys a cheap bottle and pockets the cash. Oh, she does, yeah. So that's pretty sick. I would totally <laughs> respect that. Uh, uh, I, I blinked I, for a
0: I, second and thought the cashier was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, that dude's <laughs> like eight foot tall. Yeah. The register He's like comes up to his change. knees. Yeah, um,
2: but like when <laughs> she's in there, the the secret between uh, the phone freak Jeff Winters. Mustache beautiful man. Uh You think he
1: slammed dunked
2: that Hundo into the register? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, no, that's good. So then back in the car, um I like he's like, Hey, you wanna smoke while she's inside? And she's like, Sure. And he gets out this like trash bag. And he's like, This is real good stuff, Colombian. And it's just like a trash bag of weed. And yeah. then um he's like, Here, you wanna smell? She's like, Sure. And just fucking dunks her head into the bag. Yeah. Um,
1: to, he actually says, "Want to smoke a number?" <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like all of a sudden he's got this yeah, this big gigantic bag <laughs> just full of
0: like shake. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's
1: probably just a bag. <laughs> uh,
2: but well, they have a great shots while he's strangler. Like it, like it is kind of comical. Like he's suffocating a strangler in his bag, but like there's like. She's like screaming. There's like buds
1: of drugs just like <laughs> yeah. bouncing around in there <laughs> off her face, like a pinball machine. Yeah. It's like it was a pretty funny visual. Well, like, he's definitely playing it like this is his last night on earth. So uh, <laughs> he's just you going know, for it. Kind of reminds me of I I just watched Out for Justice and the William <laughs> Forsythe character in that movie has sort of the same character arc where it's just like he's just decided he's gonna fucking do what he wanted to do and just. Kill everybody! Oh, and then yeah, and then he like so. The, uh,
2: then the other girl comes out with her ninety nine dollars and you know change from <laughs> the dollar bottle yeah. of wine, <laughs> champagne. The worst possible champagne. He's
1: like, it's I guess it's been back here for thirty years. It's like yeah. it's like a uh, viper from Street Trash. Yeah. <laughs> you can only reach it when Kareem's working because it's really high up.
2: <laughs> no one else here can reach it. Yeah. Um, but she goes back outside and she sees. She she finds like a bloody shoe and then sees her friends dressed sitting out, like sticking on the dumpster. dumpster,
0: Yeah, have a nice cat. The dumpster dumpster here, also. Oh, yes.
2: (laughs) She opens the dumpster and the killer's like, Hey, pops out. It's a great shot of him and his mustache. He looks so happy. Yeah, he's he knows what he's doing. He's not really scary. He's just a happy guy. He is pretty happy throughout the whole thing.
3: (laughs) I mean,
2: that's one thing I'd say. Like, he, like, the voice is supposed to be scary. I don't particularly find the guy scary in the movie, personally. No. Um, I think the the killer's
1: just kind of like, I don't know. He seems like he's, he's my friend's dad sw- or something. or He's a neighbor. very
0: swarthy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, the next scene where he... Okay, so then he ditches the mustache and he turns into a priest. And he, he and calls the show again and plays the recording. Yeah, game. yeah. I, w- I wasn't yeah, the, jumping over that, but I was just going to say... In that scene, for some reason, when he's dressed like that and looks like that, I get more like Ted Bundy vibes, where he's like, yeah. he looks like a guy next door, exactly. but he's really a psychopath.
3: Mm-hmm. So
1: well, he, yeah, it's, it's like yeah, it's just more. And the priest thing probably rubs me the wrong way too a little bit. That part's great. So like, yeah, this whole everything that's
2: coming up after he, Because, I mean, it's, it's the exact same scenes before he calls. He plays the recording like I did it
1: again, you know. And they say he says kind of like where you'll be able to find him. Yeah, and that's how he's always you can proven. find him at the corner of. <laughs> yeah, Yorkshire and Mulholland. <laughs> I can't remember what streets they are, but the cops. Enjoy say, the champagne! <laughs> like, <laughs> the cops go to check it out at this point, and they go in there, they approach like a kid's playground. This sequence is awesome. Yeah, really cool. weird. Yeah. Th-
2: this is aerial shots. Her face in the bag, and there's just drug stain around her yeah. face. You I mean, will say it's kind of
1: propped up in the swing, attached to it a little bit. But I love when he walks over towards like, "What's this over here?" And
2: then just right then, somehow the corpse happens to slide. Picking up the, the
1: wallet actually, I think activated a switch. that Shoved <laughs> it's the body tried to, it's down. Tried to do a rope or something.
2: <laughs> yeah, he set up like a booby trap just to deploy the, the corpse. Yep. That
0: first, uh, when they first uh, stumble across the first body, the one cop just goes, "Gross." <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know if I mentioned on the first kill, I thought it was weird that her throat was slit, but it showed him stabbing her. Yeah. And there was no stab wounds on the body. I, I think I forgot to
0: mention. Well they that. mentioned. well they talk about that several times though. They're like the MO is the same, but it's like It's like I've seen
2: various kills. He's been <laughs> uh, Yeah, so then he's dressed as the priest and he's just driving around and he accidentally hits some bikers.
1: Like I think he kinda spaces out about he's what he's doing. He's playing with the radio. Yeah. I think he's trying to figure out what time it is. And these bikers just pulled up alongside him, and one of them gave him the finger. So they already didn't like this yeah. guy. And then he, like, it doesn't show what happens, but I put a little thing, like, maybe one of the bikers got killed there, but who knows? Because they chase him down.
2: Yeah, he crashes into him, like, when he's fucking around. Yeah, and the, I thought it was more like the P.B. Herman sequence, when he knocks over Elvira and all the other bikers' yeah. hogs. I thought like he knocked him over and they're like, what the fuck? Is that priest again? You know? <laughs> yeah. um, but I love they chase him around for a while and he goes into a drive in the hangout and the trailer for Blood Feast is playing and that's pretty cool. It's a Blood Feast uh, blood
1: bath double feature. Oh, man. Yeah. Which would be pretty cool. I would. The scene where the... Girl smoking the joint and the boyfriend feeling massage. her up. Yeah. Well, it's great because like it's like she
2: she doesn't look like she no. It's she's not taking any of it sexually. She's just like I'm getting a massage and smoking yeah, some pot. It's awesome. Man. He even <laughs> does like a
1: hey, you think tonight's the night and or she whatever. Goes, eh, maybe during the next movie, yeah. Yeah. She takes another rip. You know, she's gonna um. finish that joint. <laughs> she's going to enjoy that number. <laughs> just to stay hip. With I always the think lingo. it's cool
0: though when you see that uh, the Van Nuys drive in you know you yeah don't see it that much uh
2: and then the bikers pull in you know and the killer makes a run for it and he has to kill on the bikers um but then i think it's the same biker that flicks him off too with the yeah, red it bandana is. well like he pretends like he's someone else for. he's like please my brother he's like i, I will not fight you i'm a priest <laughs> i'm a man like, of
1: god bam <laughs> not a man of i'm a man of god not a man of violence yes and then stabs him um and then he gets into the car. So he goes so this this is why I was gonna say for your
2: for your approval. I think he creeped in that window. I think he saw they in there, knew in the backseat, knew they're vulnerable, and that's why he did it. I think we had a little bit of window creeping. Applied okay. window creeping. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I'll did, accept it. He just All blindly right. just go. This is the one ah. I'm going in for. Just like, oh you know. Eh, I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's my Joe Pesci, it's not very good. <laughs> No, it's Joe Pesci. Pesci. I I see
1: it now. (laughs) I'll allow it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like when Jim Brewer does Joe Pesci. I don't know if you've ever seen those Saturday Night Live sketches. It's it's the Joe Joe Pesci Pesci show. show. Yeah, it's just hilarious. (laughs) He's as Robert De Niro on there, but it's Alec Baldwin as Robert De Niro.
2: So so yeah, so so he creeps in this window, sees the guy aggressively massaging his girlfriend's boob, and then he opens the door and he's like, "Get out!" And he grabs the guy and throws him out. (laughs) And then starts yelling at him like, "Where are the keys? Where, are Where are the, the keys? He's keys. like, they 'They're in the ignition.' And he yeah, gets back in, first. and I, I don't even know if it's like at first that he is even thinking that the girl's still in the car or not.
1: He's looking at her in this. In I mean, the I know no, she's there, but I,
0: I don't he, know if he he was he was trying immediately to get her. In at first, you know, out. I feel like I don't think he knew when like he got he, in like, the car. He, he
2: pulled him out when was Wrath and was harassing the other guy, and then kind of left and was like, she's still fucking here.' I'm like, all right, you're in now. You know, at
0: that
1: point, there's only five minutes left."
2: So, yeah, and that's so the he's like, this he's is going to be the girl now. You
0: know, where are we at right now? Is it Eastern Central or Pacific time? I'm just curious. I didn't keep
2: track of that. <laughs> I think at this point it's
1: Pacific because this is the third.
2: Um, but then like, yeah, he like get he almost like hits a couple of drunks wandering around wandering around the road. Well, so he this has, is like, after he on the clouds
1: by the way motorcycle yeah. on the way out of the drive. Yeah. in and you see it get like just blasted <laughs> into ribbons.
0: By the way, one of the drunks is the producer of Spice World.
1: <laughs> Spice World, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they look like they're like all wandering right. around drunk with like tassels from a New Year's party and stuff. First of all, New Year's hasn't happened in that time zone yet, so they're pretty wasted. They still have like an hour to, before they're going to even make it to that kickoff. These guys love um, the New Year. And it looks like they're in the middle of nowhere, like the middle of like a suburb, yeah. but they're dressed up for like an office party. It's really strange. But yeah, instead of running them over, he's like ah, he, stops yeah. and like what are you doing? So that's like, when she makes her break like, you guys. for, it, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you've already killed, like, four people. Why not just run the drunks yeah. over, too?
1: Yeah, what's it going to cost you at this point?
0: He has to keep stabbing them all.
1: The, um, th- those drunks, actually, are somehow, even though they look completely gone, are able to tell the cops, when the cops show up, which direction he went. So it would have made more sense to just kill him, because that would have bought you, like, the five more minutes it would have taken.
0: Which is apparently, like, a softball field? Well, yeah, I also like that she doesn't, she doesn't yeah. like,
2: try to, like, Asked those two people to help her first. I feel like the three of them against some kids. I like she just runs past them too, like not like oh my god, this guys trying to kill me, help! She's yeah. like runs off into the woods because it's a horror movie. So yeah, so then a uh, phone freak chases after, and you're right, then like a, it looks like a field because um, there's like bleachers, but she hides around like the little work shed,
1: right? Like her like the
0: the concessions concessions yeah, yeah That's what I thought stands.
1: Of. I immediately started thinking about like these. <clears throat> Insect gummy bear type things that I used to get when I'd go to my brother's baseball games. Yeah, it was like the only reason I liked going to those things. Like you remember when and
0: they made uh, get the candy? What were the things they Mostly made too? They candy. weren't
1: hot pockets, but they were like pizza pockets that they used to make. Yes, those yeah. things were the shit. They probably would taste not as good now, but as a kid, man, <laughs> yeah, they
0: were awesome. They were the like hot generic hot pockets.
1: <laughs>
2: Your yeah. enthusiasm for these pizza
0: pockets—they were is awesome. So good. Yeah, I wish I, I had exactly one right what he's now. Talking
1: about. They had him at uh, roller rinks and shit, too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, he's about to get her. Like, he finds
2: her. And then right down on the cops is like, hey, you there, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, and he scurries <laughs> off into the night. Hey, girl, get out of there, you know? And she's okay. So um, at this point, uh, we get back to the Hollywood Hotline New Year's Evil special hosted by Blaze. Uh, and the cops finally address the crowd. Like, <laughs> come out like, listen, everyone, if you, if you want to <laughs> leave the Boo! show, you get can't get here, back Dad. in here. <laughs> yeah. You know? Which, pigs. I like that he wasn't even in that show, like, there's a killer. There's a killer on the loose. I like he yeah. said, just like, instead of addressing that situation, he's just like, I'm a cop, and if you leave, you can't come back. Yeah, like just be a, a more like, hey, no Just so you know there's a killer around. Like, I would address them about that, which yeah. is funny. There could be the killer in this room. I don't know, you know. Yeah, you should um, be ready
1: for anything.
2: So that's pretty good. Uh, but then the cops let Diane know that, how uh, the the killer's very well on his way.
1: And that they're probably going to kill her as, like, the highlight of the yes. event. And he's, he's trying to do something like the Son of Sam, or like the Zodiac <laughs> killer. You know, those guys, they just, you know, they need to be known, they need to be seen. Well, and this is the scene when they're... This is te- all your fault.
2: When they're telling <laughs> her this, though, is the scene where we finally see her son, her drugged-out Quaalude boy... Um, who's still wearing the red fish he's <laughs> mask? Oh, yeah. so he's lurking so around. He's creeping here. in the back right? and exactly. now he has like cool Cyclops glasses on too. <laughs> yeah, and he's just creeping around the corner, watching them, and the give cops giving him information when yeah. they're like
1: avidly looking for uh, a killer on the premises. my boy.
2: boy, yeah, <laughs> he
1: roams. Let him roam.
2: Quelude boy sounds like a Kids in the Hall character. And
1: it, this Quailu is Quailu the point boy. where they also <laughs> they mention that the, he he has now mutilated some breasts. Oh, yeah, he's mutilated. I thought that would be a good porno grind band. Mutilated breasts.
3: Yeah. (laughs) And
1: then,
2: right on schedule, um, Father Jeff the Killer, aka Father Phone Freak, uh, arrives and he stinks through the parking garage and smashes a cop in the face. With this a is brick. B-
1: this is because he sees that he can't get in the main entrance because oh, yeah. the cops know it's up. This guy shows up and he's like, "I drove all the way
2: up from Huntington Beach or something." Also, the guy who drove from Huntington Beach. Do you know he's carrying a tape recorder too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Looks the cops exactly are like, the like "Oh my
1: god, this might even be the guy. He has a tape recorder." <laughs> I'll bet you five million dollars. It's the same tape recorder <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that he's carrying, and they just like Need a different shot. They're like, "We'll it's use it." The same prop. Yeah, it's another. Yeah, <laughs> they only have one of those.
2: That's a fact. Um, but I love that he smashes a cop in the face. And then steals the cops' clothes like Indiana Jones and wears the lost. Ark. And they fit perfectly. Yeah, he just finds perfect, he finds
1: know. a brick. It's almost like the cops planted it there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and later they say it's he's they, instead of saying he got knocked out, Cold's like I found my officer in the parking garage, knocked cold. <laughs> Which is another like how you think someone might say it, but it's not yeah. quite right. Yeah, that's
0: how people talk, right?
1: Yeah.
2: So uh, talk like Americans, and then we see Diane. She goes back to her room um, where a cop pulls a gun on Derek. Who's sadly no longer wearing the cool face mask? Because she forgot
1: he was even there. Yes, and she's like, "Please, officer, no, it's my son." Mother of the Year Award. And she looks at the cop like he's an asshole, (laughs) like he's in the wrong when you didn't like let him know there was anyone in there. Like,
2: yeah, my my adult son maybe just sprawled out in the room somewhere. Yeah, (laughs) probably on Quaaludes. Right. She has the cop to leave. Oh, right. Um, And she starts talking to Derek, and he's like, "And he's like, I have a surprise surprise for for you." But now I don't even care. Yeah. <laughs> never, you know? I'm taking my ball and going home. And he leaves the room, and she's like just combing her hair in the mirror. And yes, this is when something happens that, in my opinion, should have happened a long time ago in this movie. The killer looks scary.
0: Yep. Oh, that tricky There's dick. Suddenly, that tricky that dick jumps-
2: jumpsuit, dude. Sweet fly <laughs> jumpsuit with <laughs> a creepy ass mask that looks like it's out of terror train. But we know it's the killer because. T- the switchblades out and it's it's like awesome. an
1: exaggerated Richard Nixon that's also partially mm-hmm. that foggy clear yeah. shit. It's creepy. Yeah, it has a terror train quality though, yeah, right? Totally. Like it just it's it's so cool. Um
2: and it's like, yes, yes, this is creepy. The killer looks cool, it looks memorable. Um mask comes off, you know, and we once can see the face of Jeff, but we find out now Jeff Winners is actually Richard, Duh. Diane's husband. So the killer's been her husband the whole time.
3: Whoa! <laughs>
2: <laughs> so then he lets he's like, give me a second so I can let that cop know so he doesn't shoot me or whatever. Yeah, he, he opens sh- the door and is like, hey, officer, first, just so you know, whoa, whoa, <laughs> ask questions I'm the later. husband.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and
1: I like the cop's like, well, can you vouch for him? She's like, yes, this is my husband. Yeah. But then the, the cop's like, how'd you weird. get in here? They're not letting people in here. And he's yeah. like, oh, I called the a- her agent. I called
2: her manager, Ernie. Yeah,
1: yeah. and he, he said it was okay, but the cop's immediately kind of fishy, pulls out his 12-inch Mm-mm. tall walkie-talkie.
0: You can and kill me on a walkie-talkie. <laughs> yeah. that, that walkie-talkie was the size of the brick that he hit the cop with. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, actually, in the Blu-ray version, you can tell it's not a brick. It is a giant walkie-talkie that was placed <laughs> in the garage that he uses. Yes. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> but uh, Then I
1: put Richard... Um, Oh, yeah. No, he usually. tells her then, like, I'm the surprise Derek mentioned, you know. Yeah. Um, and then she starts immediately ignoring him in the same fashion that she's been ignoring <laughs> her son the entire film, where she starts putting on her makeup and acting like she's too busy for him. Well,
2: she has to get back off of the show. It's live. It's almost midnight.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, he's just trying to talk to her about stuff, and she just doesn't care. She just wants to get back on. The show must go on, yes. as she he says later. <laughs> Uh, and then this is when I think he hot wires the
2: elevator. We see him go and he fucking pops up in this like breaker he, box. He has a trunk sitting under just, the breaker
1: box. Yeah. And I don't know if that trunk's always there or if he planted it there days before, but it has all these tools that look basically like roach clips with wires. And he's somehow <laughs> and using those yeah. to control the functioning elements of the so elevator.
2: I don't really know how.
1: That kind of—I don't know how others really really. That's work. not how it these, works. Like, I bet. Are you sure? But it's
2: like, <laughs> but it's like. So I can't tell how MacGyvery he's really being, or if you yeah. could just fucking shove a screwdriver in something to override. Hand something. me that. I have no clue. You and just fucking stab, stab
0: around for a while that,
1: like he was like, mm, put a wire here and I'll
2: stab this thing with a screwdriver. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he's not just trying, <laughs> okay. He's not just trying to like make it so the thing isn't functional. He's controlling it because he needs it for later because that's his oh, final kill <laughs> device. <laughs> um. And
2: then the cops uh, get word that Richard's car was a, was uh, found abandoned at the drive-in, and there was a murder. Any there, relation yada to that? Yeah, yeah.
1: He used to be in the mental yeah. institution. What? Huh? The you same
2: institution where he was earlier. Yeah. Um, and then the uh, yeah. So they realize who the killer is, and they go to find him. This is when Richard drops the elvir. That at the time Diane's in with the cop that was guarding the room because she's presumably going back to continue the show. Yeah, and she's not. This he he fucking just. Drops that elevator, um, and right before it can hit the ground, he stops it, and like the momentum or whatever knocks both of them out. He goes in there, kicks the cop in the face a few times. and Drags this...
1: him out of the elevator, yes. and then he sits down next to his wife with his tape recorder.
2: Yes, and this is when we get the, the whole big spiel, you know, that he's
1: evil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, first, he's just talking to her, and then he... Started playing about with, the son's big uh the movie and how she's never there. Yeah and she doesn't care. And he got it without her name. Yeah. He got it all on his own. Yeah. Little Dare Bear.
2: You just weren't even proud of him. He is so proud. He wanted to tell
1: you he did it without your name. He wasn't Blaze's little boy or whatever. He's gonna be the new Captain Kirk. Blaze's baby. You castrated me. <laughs> Derek got the part all on his own. <laughs> I can he- Oh, yeah. I don't want to get too far ahead, but yeah. No, go for it. This, go for it. We haven't, I don't think we remembered in the last one to do our favorite line or whatever, but this is my favorite one oh. in the movie. He says, I can hear your heart beating. I don't like that. That's <laughs> uh, awesome. My, uh, that's awesome shit to say to somebody <laughs> right before you kill him I've never done, never will. But <laughs> if you that's, were, that's a good one. That back around, it's well written. My well-played.
2: favorite line in the movie is, is right around here, too, I think, when he says, this has been a very bad year for me, but midnight starts the first day of my new life.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that is good.
2: That's a good line. That's like throw that in the trailer. There's another good one right here. I also like the one in the very, very, very beginning about uh, where she told her to manager like "pop a relax." Oh yeah, yeah. Pop a and relax. Yeah, you, know? you can
1: use that every day. That's a that's that's a little more usable Just than that. I can hear <laughs> use your heart it line. That doesn't come up in an afternoon. It, you know. J.C. Penney's or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you'd be there, but <laughs> maybe if you're going to get, are they COVID, still in business?
2: Probably are they not. going out? Yeah. Pennies? yeah. What was your line? Has it happened yet? I didn't write. We're definitely in the third act at this point. Yeah, so. I'll give
1: you a good one. You've, Enjoy your going away party. Get smashed. <laughs> yes, I. Have Which that he says down here too. Um, as he's hoisting her up, so he gets the elevator using his. Roach clips connected to wires MacGyver rig, just slightly <clears throat> below that level, which is the basement, I presume, based on the way the rest of the set looks. And uh, he, he starts her. chaining her and handcuffing her to the bottom of the elevator.
2: Which this is like, this is some like saw shit. This is like... That would be an <laughs> awful
1: way to die.
0: Oh, know? I did find my line. Daddy wants to take his boy to the Rose Bowl. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> That's
2: Which, right. by the way,
0: the California Trojans beat the Michigan Wolverines 17 to 10 in 79.
1: So. <laughs> oh, nice. That's good to know what game they would yep. have gone to had they both. Well, maybe they'll both make it. We'll see. Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> they might go to that fucking Rose Bowl. They're not done yet.
2: So he handcuffs her to a chair that he connects to the bottom of the elevator. And that's when he yeah tells her, you know, then Joey your runaway party. You'll get smashed. Whatever. Um, but this would be, yeah, that'd be absolutely horrifying for sure. Horr- that'd be
1: real scary. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and this is, when, this is when the cops, for some reason, there's like 10 cops going into the basement at the exact oh, this same is sweet, time, and they, get a, yeah. and they just start, he just runs out and starts shooting at them. They get a firefight. Yeah, he doesn't even try to pretend it like they, they, would, they would not even know what he looks like. Oh, <laughs> How would they have any idea what he looks like? <laughs> Maybe Ernie's like, a yeah, kid. I have a picture from the wedding.
2: Yeah, right, him. yeah.
1: But he just but immediately they, starts blasting. Yeah,
2: they start, so I start blasting, um best and, thing i do <laughs> <laughs> so um, they hit the elevator control panel which ooh, stops the elevator so she doesn't get smushed to death yeah um
0: is this where we see the and uh, this is where
2: they start running up the stairs and they're shooting down okay um, i don't know i don't know chase. if we were gonna
0: mention the uh yeah. The couple that's in the, ele- the other elevator.
2: Oh, yeah, they're in the elevator. She's chained oh, yeah. to That like, dude's
0: like my spirit animal on New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> like shirtless, leather vest, studded bow tie. <laughs> yeah. He says, there's some funky shit going on here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he went out to fucking party.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's a couple in the elevator just like trying to get back upstairs for when the ball drops. <laughs> she's shady, so she's just are screaming. They're, they're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah uh but yeah so they chase the the killer upstairs shooting at him and stuff they get to the roof and again he's wearing the fucking mask and it's immediately so much creepier yeah. tracksuit mask
3: looks so
1: good yeah and when you look this movie up you see that mask in a ah. lot of the advertisements and things and it's just like why didn't you use it more you it's had probably it. on yeah. screen for actually like 55 seconds <laughs> yeah the only time he uses it is with blaze and that cot and the cops. a lot of the images on
0: IMDb for the movie have the mask in it yeah. too. So you but,
1: expect it to be like a Michael Myers type yeah. thing with this masked killer, and right. it's not really that.
2: And this is like so. This is like the end. He like basically speaks some like poetry, to, and then like jumps off the building, commits suicide. Um, he goes splat. Which missed opportunity in the film? Why no, is gore. this not? Why is this not intercut with people counting down? To Happy New Year's as he, as he falls, yep. fucking would be awesome. Yeah, it, what a, a missed opportunity. Yeah, because oh, he shit. was going to kill her at midnight. There, it's like this so should be left to midnight. At midnight. Yeah. It, it's just like that's a fucking huge miss for a movie called New Year's Evil. I'm sorry. Yeah. Which I'm gearing up to get that grumpy, if you can tell. That would have really
1: <laughs> tied the room together.
2: It really would have, man. <laughs> so he hits the ground, splatter, and then Derek suddenly. something out not there. not even splatter. And, he yeah. just looks like Boing. a
1: dry body on the ground. And he Derek jumped like 15 and stories. And they shot won't. the dummy. Even yeah. it's <laughs> 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 great. They showed the, so you're like, they're going to do it. Yeah. I don't need to see the organs explode, but I want to see a little bit of dismemberment. They show I him see up a close, though, at the end. Like
0: they, I don't know. I feel like they, they framed that pretty well. His arm's all fucked up behind but him. But yeah. he couldn't have been that gory. There's implied Derek violence Derek comes he up, up and gives really
1: him a kiss. <laughs> yeah, so he's not or, a fucking puddle, yet, <laughs> yeah. You know? uh, and Derek picks up the mask that has blood yeah. on He's like, ooh. And it just shows him not walk away but they just cuts yeah well then they 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 let strangers walk walk up to dead bodies and take those off of them yeah and they shut diane and
2: she gets loaded into an ambulance um and as i'm going is driving away pans over and we see the driver is presumably Derek because they're wearing the mask so maybe there's gonna be a sequel
1: maybe whatever but like it's interesting to think that this came out like this would have been right after halloween came out I think this would have already this been in production a, so, at the same time, right? So,
0: what there is in the commentary, and it's, they said this came out the exact same year that Friday the 13th came out. Okay. <laughs> so, because I, what? That's 80. Halloween was, what, 78? Yeah. seventy-eight, seventy-nine. 79? Somewhere yeah. in there? Okay. It's just always
1: interesting, because when you talk about these types of movies, like slashers, Halloween is obviously your first. This is going to inspire a ton of people to try to make a low budget, kind of like slash... I'd call it a slash and grab, where they're trying to hit yeah. that quick slasher to grab some cash while the the genre is hot. <laughs> and uh, I do think this one's more interesting than a lot of those types of movies. I also like the the music and even the score elements sound interesting. Like if I would like to hear them separated. I'm surprised this isn't one the with music all the during other. The chase is releases. really good. During yeah. the chase ones, there's some cool synth stuff. Even if you did it like with some dialogue and shit to drag it out. Like, mm-hmm. put all the, like, when he calls in, mix those uh, into the You could the do a score. double LP
2: if you actually put the rock and roll, st- like, stuff in there and the score. That'd be awesome.
1: Double like, LP, do the- then single versions, like <laughs> the ones that are, you can't get, on um, little slips-covered things inside the gatefold. Of course it's gotta be a gatefold. It'd be epic. Yeah.
2: Are there enough people that like this movie? That no, in? no,
1: there's not. Um... <laughs> You could sell a thousand of
2: them. Should we just do the frights here then? You, you
1: are kind of just t- talking
2: about your feelings for the movie, so why don't you just go in there for your frights?
1: Well, I love this movie. Um, there's the rewatchability factor, all that kind of stuff. It does rest and has a nice safe home in my heavy metal horror collection, even mm-hmm. though the music isn't any of that kind of stuff. But it, you know, It's a
2: rock and roll horror movie.
1: <clears throat> you could do this as sorts. a double feature with Trick or Treat, a yeah. double feature yeah, with Rocktober could. Blood, double feature with Rock and Roll Nightmare, and it would work with all of those. But because of that, I then put it into that rating system where I have, mm-hmm. like, how does this movie compare and how often would I watch this movie in comparison to something like Trick or Treat mm-hmm. or Rocktober Blood? So this one gets a two and a half. I would still watch it every year at least. Not always mm-hmm. on New Year's or anything. I I just watched it right before I came here because I could not find a fucking <laughs> window of time to watch it. And I just wanted to refresh because... yeah. The way my brain works, I, I remember all the things, but not in what order. So yeah. I, need, I needed to like reset it up. Yeah. But uh, yeah, someone uh, should put out the soundtrack anyway.
2: I struggled <laughs> between giving this two and a half and two, and I end up playing on two because um, I think it's fun. I, for me, if it wasn't on New Year's, I don't think I'd watch it yearly. I watch it because it's the New Year's slasher movie, but I think of it in other slasher movies like. It's stuff like I said, like we were just talking about the mask. That's such a weird thing to fuck up. Um, yeah, I don't mind following the killer in a horror movie. I thought that was really cool. I didn't think that's cool. I mean, we just talked about Christmas Evil. That's the movie where you find the killer. I think it's really interesting. Maniac's a movie we follow a killer. It's really interesting. Henry Porter's a serial killer.
1: Eyes of a Stranger is a
2: recent one that also does that. Yeah. So in talking about movies like that, for me in this movie, it's like I don't think the killer's scary, and that's why I'm frustrated about the lack of a mask. Like. I don't think it's scary enough. Yes, killing people is scary, but that guy doesn't have a a persona or a presence in the movie that like makes me feel like, oh, this is the killer and it's awesome. I'm just like, oh, this is a fucking goofball with his mustache glued on his face. Yeah. You know? Um, so like I think about the way you could even do a lot of the same things the same way. Like, um what if, you know, when he before he stabbed the nurse, like, you know, he like puts on the mask and, like, hits the radio or something. So the last thing she sees is that mask. Yeah, just do something make it creepier. Even that scene, like, where he kills the girl with the trash bag full of drugs. Well, he put on the mask and was like, hey, you want, you want to smoke a number and like gets that. And she's yeah. like, those guys being a weirdo. Well, yeah, like the visual, goof. the visual is like, already there. The, so it's kind of a yeah, bummer that they just don't like, use it, it that much. It feels like such a big miss for a slasher movie for me. Yeah. Um, that, that just bothers me. And that's enough for me to take a half thing off anyways. So that's why I kind of just land too. Cause I was feeling like it was a two and a half kind of film or two. Um, but I do like it again. Like I'll watch it on New Year's. I think it's fun. There's a lot of funny lines, you know, Papa lewd. And like, uh, yeah. there's a lot of funny moments. Um, it's memorable the songs being not really new wave makes it kind of work better in a way for me because it's so goofy, you know, like, sure. when it's, like it's like, look at the punks party. They're going crazy. It's yeah, like, that's right. I was like blues it's, it's like a blue scale. It's da, like, da, da. we know
1: punks. So we know that like, they would not be there be like, fuck this grandpa shit. And they'd be like yeah. drinking in the alley. And I, gave it, doing yeah, I gave it, I gave it three bottles. solely based yeah. on music.
0: Huh? I said I gave it three solely based on the music. I thought the music was fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh it's yeah, it's fun, but I mean it's just like it's just so disconnected. It was incredibly frustrating not being able to find anything to like listen yep. to. I know
1: one guy that has the seven inch. Really? I'm thinking about seeing if I can get like a that rip song
0: of it. like that uh the New Year's Evil song is on Spotify, but that's it. It is. Yep. They just put it out as like the beginning of twenty twenty. Oh uh, okay the two that's songs. The only from,
2: thing. Uh seven inch from main Japan uh there are two songs that are not in that movie are on streaming.
0: Oh, like okay. a label,
2: uh, there's like a garage and like seventies like punk uh, reissue label that put it out in 2017. Oh, sweet! So like it's still floating around. You could probably go on Discog and get it. Yeah. it's not the song from the movie, but it is that band.
1: Yeah, I love um, when people do that. But, re- uh, re-release stuff that you can't find because <laughs> I don't want to pay like. Two hundred dollars for the Bloodsport soundtrack, so it's really cool that Waxwork Re- 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 Waxwork Records is doing that double LP version. That's gonna be sick. Just want to pump that up because I'm psyched <laughs> about it. I think about that every day. So what what would this get then if we
2: averaged out? Oh, what did you did? He said three. I three. said three, two and a half. Be and two, two and a half. Is that just average of two and a half then? Is I that how so. we're doing? This? Okay, I'm not a math guy. Oh, yeah, I'm. I don't want math. We can say it's two and a half frights. <laughs> so Al, five frights. We give it two and a half.
1: <laughs> Which doesn't mean I don't love it. And I'm, oh, it's good. Yeah, So t- I totally just picked up like a New Year's Evil shirt and a trade with another T-shirt company. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, that's sick. It's actually the back, or no, it's the back of the Paragon release, but I think it's the front of the Blu-ray release. You it's, have. it's it's definitely a one. movie that oh.
2: uh, is that the Scream Factor this? disc. Yeah, is that that's the Scream? Yeah, it's cool they did reversible art for it because I don't think they actually ever did that with a slip though. So it's cool they still went in for. I haven't the seen one. They, oh, uh, yeah, that's
1: got the mask all over it, doesn't it? Can I see that case? Yeah. I think he's he is on the back of this
2: one. That mask is just great. It's such a missed opportunity. Yeah,
1: you'd think and you're going to see it the whole fucking time. It's spooky. That's why like,
2: like, it's like, this is effective. Why don't you put this in the movie?
1: And this it's, is The Clash. Like, this, I, I feel like I'm looking at The Clash. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, one of the most overrated punk bands of all time. Oh, yeah. Uh, Listen to The Buzzcocks instead
2: yes or the fucking dickies I like buzzcocks i like wire gang of four of course the
1: same as the tape yeah i like that black cover more though i haven't seen that before that's neat yeah the paragon release it's like this on the front and then it has that on the back and then it only says like eight words or something i can't remember what it says but i got a copy of lady terminator in trade for that (laughs) and that movie is super hard to find I promise I'm not fucking this up. I'm being really gentle.
0: I found a so yeah. So
2: Nate just I'm <laughs> pulled the insert out. To look man. at both sides of it, and Hogan just looking real nervous, like. Yeah. Don't as he worry. Struggles
1: put back in. I am also a collector. <laughs> I just needed to get some of
0: my DNA on it. If you know what I mean. I found a. I think you do. I found a blank in a box of tapes a couple of years ago, and it has Lady Terminator in it. But it says that it's Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Oh,
1: nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Got to hide that shit. Yep. You don't want Larry finding your
1: Lady Terminator <laughs> fucking tape. And he hates Chippendale. so you know Larry. he's not going to watch that. And it's Chippendales Rescue Rangers The Porn Parody, where they actually got <laughs> Chippendale dancers to dress up like squirrels and fuck each other. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: oh, there's uh By the way, there's some Iowa ties to this. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. The cinematographer... Uh, Thomas Ackerman is from Cedar Rapids hmm. and the he crew. worked on Back to School Beetlejuice Jumanji and Anchorman
1: those are all good except for Jumanji well, what about Robin Williams School also
0: yeah, Michael cool. Jackson's Moonwalker oh, you know I that. love that isn't Joe Pesci in that
1: he is <laughs> he is he's the like bad drug dealer yeah. kind of guy know, at
2: the end of the movie Michael Jackson like, I becomes I a big on robot Michael Jackson. Jackson. Jackson and then
1: all the every kids
0: get ground. inside yeah, of him yeah which also led to the Sega Genesis game. Yeah, which arcade that too? Cab that too. I
1: actually had to remove that arcade cabinet from someone we know's arcade because they got so many complaints after that documentary came out. They got really? so many complaints that they were forced to remove. And he was pissed because it's like That's one of the game. harder, more expensive ones to find just mm-hmm. because it's a cool game. Yeah. But now it's like everyone just got them in storage because people were like, you know, talking yeah. about what they heard yeah. on that show, which I did watch, which didn't ruin his music but it might over time i do have kids so it's kind of weird <laughs> i was a kid once yeah <laughs> i was a kid once <laughs> the, the pizza hut by my house growing up had the donkey kong table game oh. yep. and mario and i remember playing those all the fucking time getting a little personal pan cheese pizza
0: which one was that
1: it was the one up by perkins and 86 cobblestone yeah yeah yep. Which they're actually starting these... um, They're called Pizza Hut Classics. There's two, at least. This guy I follow on Instagram, his name is Uncle t Nuck, which you should follow if you like stuff like the Barbarian Brothers or, um, you know, just cool shit. I don't even know how (laughs) how to explain it. It's just cool. cool All you had to say was Barbarian Brothers. That's it. If you like the Barbarian Brothers, the Coors Werewolf, (laughs) Elvira, you'll like that guy's page. And just dudes... D- dudes that rule, like Malibu like from the American Gladiators. <laughs> you want to know everything there is to know about that guy. But, uh, yeah, he went to two, and they basically have that classic, the roof that looks like the front of Tony Hawk's car and Gleaming the Cube. Yeah. Looks like that. And Then the inside has, like, the stained glass shades, and they have the red vinyl booths, and the salad bars are closed because of, you know, whatever. But they do the different <laughs> kinds of classic dish pizzas and shit. That was one of the like baddest times I ever felt was I was at like a birthday party at a pizza hut and I had loosened up the top of the Parmesan cheese to prank whoever happened to grab it. I didn't know who was going to grab it and it was the fucking birthday boy (laughs) and he had just gotten (laughs) his cheese personal pan. I got mine. I was sitting like two people Uh, away from him. And he fucking did it in front of everybody was watching. (laughs) Fucking huge pile of parm on there. And I was just like, I felt so bad. I admitted to it. And I I traded him. I let him have mine.
0: I felt like I did
1: the right thing. Man, I felt like an asshole at that moment. (laughs) Sorry, kid. Sorry, Kyle. That's a good story. I can't remember what his last name was. (laughs) Parmesan. Back when you just got invited to kids' <laughs> so, birthday parties, <laughs> yo, what a parmesan, what a yeah. parm, <laughs> fucking nerd, <laughs> no, no parm, you just got parm, bitch. You say, oh, I'm just kidding. You got my pizza. Sorry.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh man. Enjoy. That was definitely like turtle era, you know, like definitely everyone. It's still was
0: turtle those. era, as far
2: yeah. as I'm oh, concerned.
0: Yeah. Do you remember the Do you remember the five bucks commercials that they used to do at Pizza Hut? Uh, five
2: dollar personal pan. No, it was like, five bucks, five bucks.
0: Like, you get anything for five bucks. And they had, like, the one really weird commercial where some, like, drunk dude was like, can I get your number (laughs) for five bucks? She's like, one guy's like, I want a pepperoni. And he was like, oh, so she's like, five bucks, five bucks, not for a million bucks, five bucks. And his (laughs) buddies are like, oh! Got him. I do remember that.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that sounds familiar now that you gave me an audio replay (laughs) that I could not summon
2: and we did say There was no milk drinking in this movie by the way we no there was he not he could
0: have had a white i said i could he, have pushed he, it he could have a had a white star russian a full star. it could have been off screen <laughs>
1: and it could have been considered peeping when the sun was but he wasn't the killer but when he was he watching was her on tv creeping and peeping <laughs> this is a movie they could remake
2: though like this is a movie i'd watch a remake of there's a, there's enough there's enough promise with the concept of this movie that I would. I wouldn't mind seeing someone else try to make this movie.
1: I would like Do to see you, it. You know what I mean? Made, if like, it was made again for me, it would have to be a period piece and be in. The same. I wouldn't want still? it to be like in today's. Yeah. I wouldn't want like. I'm in Oh, she, he almost gets her, and then her cell phone falls on. No, the yeah, ground. totally. Like I don't know. I, I mean, just that's, hate well, that that's shit. Part in movies.
2: why '80s romances are so cool. Like some of the technological limitations allow you to buy into the story and the isolation a lot more because now everything has to just be. Oh man, my cell phone's is dead. But it's like, well, there's always going to be everyone has a cell phone. So it's like, yeah. oh, all of our collective
1: cell phones batteries just died. Like, yeah, it's just uh, I mean, like unless you're in the middle of absolutely nowhere, like even just a couple of years ago when we were on tour in the on the West Coast, when we were like in the Redwood Forest, my phone just wouldn't work. Yeah. I wouldn't have been able to call anybody. So it's like if you were out in a forest or something, that makes sense. So if you're going to do a slasher, just have it be like, oh, they go out on this retreat backwoods or whatever. <laughs> Right. But no, yeah, I mean, it could be period. But I think this concept could be, it could be executed if better. Took, In a way, I would,
2: I would watch it. Like, if I you took be the 80s music
1: and the style and the aesthetic, and it's actually not 80s, it's more like those movies that still have a ton of 70s feeling to it. Yeah. There's still wood paneling and like yeah. the, the weight tacky things and like discos hanging on by a fucking thread. Yeah. But <laughs> there's this other thing coming, so... These guys write a script, and they're like, okay, we'll have the disco, and you get that shit in there, and then you get the Mm -hmm. new wave, and the punks, and the rock, and they're kind of metal, I don't know. Like, all that stuff was sort of like, no one knew what was going to be the next big thing. It's kind of a hodgepodge, and it's like, there's
2: missed opportunities, but the story that's there, there's something, there's definitely something interesting in Year's Evil.
0: Like... One thing I was thinking that was really kind of interesting is that, you know, we just did Christmas Evil, and then this, and they're made... Within the same year, maybe a year apart, mm-hmm. you know, and the budgets are drastically different. The budget for New Year's Evil is $400,000, and then the budget for Christmas Evil is uh, almost a million, you oh. know. And they look, like, one looks way better than the other one, I Christmas think. Christmas Evil. No. No? No. I think Christmas Evil I'm looks just, beautiful. I'm just saying, I like... It seems like there's a bigger budget on one than there is, you know? And you're saying opinion. you
1: think it looks the other way around?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It seems it seems to me like the budget for this would have been bigger. Yeah. Some of not. the
1: shots and the, like, different locations and that kind of thing. But they could have been stealing some shots. Maybe, like, their buddy owns a bar. And it's they like using stock footage, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like they probably they were probably always trying to cut corners, but they were notorious for like blowing a bunch of money, right? Stuff that like they didn't really need to, right? Like blow. Yeah, I don't know (laughs) if they were into drugs. I I know they're fast talkers and stuff. (laughs) They kind of you know the descriptions I've read make it sound like they're sort of hucksters, but like they're really passionate about making movies. Like they that. They're not doing it for any real reason other than they just want to, let's go to fucking Hollywood and make motion pitches. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We'll make a old school they, Hollywood they, shit. And they
0: talked about that in the, you know, the commentary saying like they were just very, very business, you know? It was like all business. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to to make money, that Money, money, money. Hubba, hubba, hubba,
1: Who do you trust? <laughs> I mean, would they pay Sly like $25 million to be an over the top? Yeah. Wasn't Let's that, just just that, like a record that big? Wasn't that like drugs. record
0: breaking at the time? It
1: was. Yeah. And so they tried to do action figures and stuff, but for some reason kids didn't want arm wrestling action figures <laughs> for a movie they didn't see. <laughs> Another one that I saw all the time and love and thought everyone else grew up watching it.
0: I picked up the commando outfit. action figure last week. I was, figure a, I was week. a
1: sports guy always.
0: Yeah.
2: Which one, twelve inch or the
3: Okay.
2: Mm-mm. Have you seen the twelve inch? It's mm-hmm. beautiful. <laughs> He uh, doesn't he doesn't have all a, of, yeah. he
0: doesn't have all of his stuff with him, but he was only a couple bucks, but it's pretty cool.
2: I love that flick, dude. I got that on Blu-ray, I got the the uh, uncut version, so there's more gore. Oh so when they should have brought the that four
1: K total recall over. We could have watched that.
2: If you've never seen the uncut commando, we could watch that.
1: I'll watch Commando dude, anytime.
2: When he like like <laughs> when he throws the saw blades at the heads, like Mm-hmm. he scalps and there's yeah. like more shots of like their brain just there and stuff That's it's sweet. cool I've, yeah and like it's like when he cuts the guy's arm off it like just hangs there longer and the guy like
1: ah! <laughs> you know like yeah not the level where it's a grindhouse movie but it's like whoa like that little extra bits like i guess when they were <laughs> like finishing that movie uh rambo three had just come out or maybe it was two rambo two and it was People you mean Rambo Ram- First Blood too? Yes, yes, sorry. They'd, <laughs> they'd made the movie the way they made it up until that final scene. And yeah. then the people that made Commando went and saw one of those movies and they were like, we have to add a lot more dead bodies. <laughs> and so they're just like, because it was originally supposed to end where like they went to this island, and on the island they were doing military testing. So there's all this these explosions going on around them, mm-hmm. it, but it's really just those two guys fighting. <laughs> and that was the end of the movie. But then they're like, well, we have to add this body count. What are we going to do? Okay, they're on a compound. <laughs> and on this compound, there's hundreds of it's guards. It's so good, dude. <laughs> and he has to mow through them. And so oh, it was all just amazing. because they saw Rambo. Which I'm going to bring. I like in uh,
2: UHF when they make fun of that kind of Rambo over the top shit, too. And he's oh, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah.
3: <"Ugh!"
1: laughs> it's, it's so good. Yeah, that fake muscle suit is so fucking awesome. I it's wish Burdell realistic. would have made
2: more movies. Yeah. The UHF is great, man. Yeah.
1: Emily even liked that one, and she <laughs> hates his music. His own mockumentary he's, is he's pretty good, guy. too.
0: He made his own like mockumentary. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's just called like, The Weird Al Story or something like that. Oh, nice. But It's just full of bullshit. I love <laughs> like, his originals. It's They're totally stupid, fake. but I like them.
1: I was bummed that I found out after the fact that The Weird Al Show, the last one that was here at Hoyt Sherman... Was him playing his originals and his mm-hmm. B sides and stuff. I was like fuck, because I had already seen on the like sort of Nevermind era tour. I might yep. have already talked about this on the podcast. I don't wow. know, but on that era tour, I my dad took the whole family down to Kansas City to see that show, and he changed mm. costumes awesome. every song, and it was at a really cool theater, just like you know velvet shit. And I just remember being it's like Midland. Wow, this is like what a prayer of the Midland is. or the Uptown. They had like. You know, movie poster style light boxes in the front entryway I of the show uptown. you were going to see. I don't know. I was ten or nine or something. I was really young,
0: but yeah. I <laughs> he was great live. I was going to say I went as dare to be stupid. for like I, th- I swear to God I went like three years in a row as Matrix from Commando, as like for Halloween. If you've got <laughs> the, if you've got the chain mail, I mean, you do look a lot like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, worth yeah there, I right? sp- I really did as a mm-hmm. ten year old.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Jenny. i like he calls her chenny 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 <laughs> let's eat ice cream <laughs> the,
1: ice
2: in the, nose, the ice cream do you have you guys watched any of the arl movies
1: with commentary it's hard... i've heard that he's amazing if oh, he's on the every arl movie if there's commentary track watch it i've watched one i can't remember what it was but it was amazing I mean, it was, like, in high school, late high school, I think we watched it.
2: Total recall the very beginning when it's, like, the TriStar logo and, like, yeah. the Pegasus is running up. He's, like, the very beginning <laughs> just starts up and he's, like, Do at camera? My first stunt in the movie, right into the camera. <laughs> it's,
1: it's so funny, dude. It's so good. <laughs> like, you know he wrote that. It's so good. Uh, but he just says a bunch of ridiculous yeah. shit. He just has fun with it. He en- he's someone that enjoys his life and it's very obvious that he does. <laughs>
2: Well, uh, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, excited to bring you guys at least one episode a month uh, this year. Uh, I don't know. I'm just rambling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good job. Thanks, Liz. You got anything coming up in uh, media, Crip Land that you want to let these people know about, Nate? I do. I'm dropping a new design. Um, uh, it's the movie Brain Scan. yeah Which is a really good flick. And the the artwork is by Rotten Yellow, or Matt Graves, and then the uh, next one after that is going to be Out for Justice, the Steven Seagal masterpiece. Dude, Brain Scan. Yeah, and there'll be regular T shirts and long sleeves for both. Yeah, the Brain Scan was one of the first like horror movies I remember having like a super '90s soundtrack and like getting into some of that stuff because of it. I never really got much past like buying like a Primus album. <laughs> But
0: Was it Edward Furlong that's in that? Yeah. I haven't seen it in a while. Edward Furlong.
1: And there is there, there's some milk drinking milk yes. drinking in that movie. I like that movie. I got a Ray of that upstairs. Yeah, I got a laser disc. Uh, it's dope. You gotta flip it. I yeah. I love the way that movies the way. make the internet look. Yeah, in and the like 90s. how the how a virtual reality chair works. Like Lawnmower it's, Man. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Totally, and hackers, hack the plant. Where it makes it look like you're floating through this like amazing, interesting w- space, but it's really just like <laughs> you're looking at a screen with numbers and letters on it, and you just understand it. It's not actually that intense.
2: <laughs> thron, Thron, you
1: know. Some Dust Brothers. Some, yeah, you
2: just need like MTV's Amp Volume One CD. Yeah. <laughs> And, and you're and
1: you're gonna hack into the internet. If you on Spotify there is someone has assembled like a hacker's kind of like the playlist of the songs that are in that movie. Oh my gosh. And sometimes when I'm cleaning the house, I'll like <laughs> play that on a headphone and it just gets me like doing it faster, <laughs> like getting through it. And you're just, like, Do you just like visualize bah, your bah, house on a bunch bah, bah, of like polygons bah, bah. and
2: you're just like floating through? Yeah, yeah, totally.
1: <laughs> yeah, mediacrypt.bigcartel.com. Also go by the Fright Zone shirt that we have there. Which you can also get as a crew or a hoodie. Because it's cold out there. Buy your bags of salt. (laughs) Get yourself some salt for your ice. (laughs) You don't want your mailman who's delivering (laughs) your new hoodie.
2: Then they sue you and you got a lawsuit. Nobody wants anything on top of
1: this whole pandemic. It's a pain in the tuchus. (laughs) Let me tell you.
2: What about you, Hogan? (laughs) Hogan shaking his head. I got nothing. All right. uh,
1: Thanks for listening. Like, subscribe. Stay spooky. Whose turn is it? <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> Fuck. Get yourself a new fake mustache. <laughs>